All right, we're here. First episode. Welcome to Off the Ball with Lucas and Wallen. What up? What up? What up? This is it. We're here. We we've officially pulled the trigger. We're we're doing it. Uh, just a sports bang bang. bang bang. That's it. That's just a sports show with two homies. You know that's been riding for about ten years now. We talk all things sports. You know we keep it authentic. We keep it G. Okay, not two G. Corporate G. <laughs> uh, but you can take your family to see this podcast. Yeah, you can bring the family. We're we gonna try not to cuss, but no promises. I'll let y'all know if we if it's coming. Uh, but yeah, we we here. Um, and we can start it off. You know, right off the top, Lucas. We got a lot of NFL opt outs right now. Players are opting out of the NFL COVID nineteen quarantine season. Which I don't know how you feel about this. I like it. I like it a lot because for so many years we've had these players that feel it feels like they're kind of in this this hamster wheel, right? Where like the mm-hmm. owners and uh, the administrations and I mean the front offices and we have you know the media controls the narrative, controls what the way that they look and what they can and can't do. They finally have a chance to make decisions on their own that impact their future in a positive way, and people shouldn't be criticizing them even though we have seen it happen a little bit i think so far yeah but i i like the fact that these guys are able to say like i'm not doing this right i like i'm not gonna put myself in danger i'm not gonna put my family in danger and i like it like off just off the rip i just want to say that and get out i get out the way because i think it looks really good um just for the morale and just for the players as a whole but let me know what, what you think no i'm with you this is really good you know all the health issues that everybody really kind of knows about now with the concussions and the CTE, you know, seeing these guys really kind of take charge of their health and, you know, and just really plan for their health down the road and their futures. Just, it's what you want to see it. You know, there's fans out there who are, you know, upset with guys because they're opting out of the season. Come on, give me a break on this. This, we don't even know really what kind of season, what this is going to look like. You know, just let guys take care of themselves for a year. Yeah, I'm I'm for sure with that. And I mean, just to name off some of the, uh, a list of, of players here, uh, Patriots overwhelmingly have like the largest number right now with about six. Uh, and probably the biggest players, really. Yeah, they do got the biggest players. First off, you got Patrick Chung, which, you know, that's that he's like been a staple of the Patriots defense for so long. They also have Dante Hightower as well, also a staple of that defense for a long time. Uh, all of those guys are like, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not doing this. I don't. I haven't seen anything about their reasoning, which I don't care. They don't need to have a reason. Like, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I've I, I've seen a lot of people talking about. Uh, I think I, I, was it. Um, I don't know. I saw it on ESPN where it was a tweet where they were having a conversation with an executive and they were like, yo, this is totally something that Ben uh, Belichick would be like orchestrating and trying to get everybody to like not come and just do their thing. But I mean, Belichick as a competitor, I don't think he would do that. But apparently you don't we don't know Belichick like we think we do. I don't think anybody really knows Belichick like that. Belichick has everybody in that league spooked. Whatever he does, (laughs) somebody says Belichick must know something. Belichick must be. He knows he's smarter than all of us. Yeah, (laughs) we don't know. Maybe Belichick knows something. Maybe this is their way of tanking for the season so they can draft Trevor Lawrence. 
maybe these guys on the Patriots, maybe they're just really concerned about their health. We don't know. Yeah. People just give Belichick the benefit of the doubt these days, which he's earned. He, he definitely has earned. I would totally be down, though, with seeing Belichick. With, with with Lawrence, I would yeah. I would I would pay a lot of money to see what that turns out because I but we've seen him with, with with Tom Brady for so long you know like six round pick all this stuff. first round first round first round pick and first overall pick Terrence Lawrence yeah 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 I would I would I would I would uh, uh pay to see that although I'm hesitant because I'm a Dolphins fan if those are my guys <laughs> I don't want to see Belichick with that I actually kind of wanted Trevor Lawrence but. I'm gonna just oh, yeah. take. I'm gonna just take two of. But yeah, you're right, man. Like Belichick got everybody spooked. I mean, he got. I mean, he's in my division, and he he could have got me spooked too. But the Dolphins consistently beat them every now and then. Like at least we we at least get one of those two game series every season. So I've been cool. He hasn't been spooking me like he usually does. But we also <laughs> haven't been good. But he just has everybody spooked for real. That's a great way of putting it. Because I mean. Why would you? I, I don't know why he would be trying to orchestrate this and say, "Oh, I don't want any of you guys to play. Just stay home. Like, don't they'll come out here and, and compete." I don't sound like Bill Belichick, but it, it really doesn't. But you know, like I said, they're spooked. They're trying to find reasoning behind this. What's going on? Yeah, that's 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 a valid point. I mean, and we we also got some some other big names as well. We got uh, we got Nate Soldier from uh, the Giants, the offensive lineman out there. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Damian William or uh, Damian Williams from the Chiefs. He just uh, opted out recently, but the one that really strikes me uh, is Marquise Marquise Goodwin. Right, he mm-hmm. uh, recently was traded from the Forty ers went over to the Eagles, uh, and I don't know if people know this, uh, so let me give the backstory here. When he was playing with the Forty ers his wife uh, lost a child. He his wife was pregnant, or I think it was his girlfriend at the time. She was pregnant. She lost the child right before the game, and he ended up playing the game. Uh, and then she was also like a couple of years later, she was pregnant with twins, and she lost both those twins as well. So he finally, recently, just had his uh, baby girl. She's, uh, I think, she's probably a couple months old, maybe. And he's like, "Listen, I've." He's finally had some good news. He's not going to take the chance in putting his his life and his family's life in jeopardy. And I don't blame him because not at all. That's that's tough. And he like posted a video, showed his daughter and said, like, I'm just not going to play with it. And it it, perfect timing because Eagles fans were coming at him. Can you like really? Can you believe that? Like, What is wrong with y'all, man? Oh, man. What is wrong with them? Like, oh, come on, Philly. Y'all better than that. Philly, you would think that they would be way better than that. But, I mean, this man's been through so much hardship. And it's like, I, to be honest, all the seasons that are happening amid uh, these quarantines and these restrictions, it doesn't even feel right to me. When, mm-hmm. I, when I watch these games, and I, I, they're at weird times, I don't know when they're on anymore. And when I watch them, it feels like a scrimmage. It feels, it doesn't feel like, anything that you're competing for anything obviously you are and i think also we're just getting in the swing of things and these are like kind of the exhibition games so it doesn't really feel important but you you can't be mad at these guys for wanting to protect their families exactly i'm not with that but yeah man we got some other good we have some other names on here man I, like I, the we there's the list is growing minute by yeah. minute hour by hour 
Um, and I've like seen some names that used to be big names, but they're not anymore. Like a Devin Funches for the Packers. He's, he's opted out. Uh, we have, we also have Andre Smith uh, with the Ravens, DeAnthony Thomas with the Ravens. So those are some names that I'm like, Oh, like those were like names back in the day that you're like, you're paying attention to. But a lot of these guys are just, we're like, I'm not, I'm done. And I think the list is going to keep growing. And yeah. The, the deadline really hasn't been uh, put out there yet for when they have to opt out by. So I'm really interested to see, you know, if we do get some bigger names, you know, cause it kind of seems right now, like it's mostly kind of, uh, linemen, offensive and defensive linemen. I'm waiting to see if we get a quarterback or something out here. Yeah, that would be, that would be crazy. It's just that, you know, the stigma that comes with being a quarterback though. Like <laughs> Exactly. If you, if you get a quarterback that is just done and is like, I'm not playing and a star, a star court. I mean, and every quarterback in this league is a star quarterback, right? Like you can't, they're, they're front and center. They're, uh, they're the face of the franchise for the most part. So well, if, yeah, quarterback ops out. That's it for the season. Really? That's basically it. And I don't see a quarterback doing that, uh, at all. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if anybody wanted to do it and get the money, and I know you have some some numbers for us, Mr. Contract Man, you know, like <laughs> like if anybody, I think Patrick Mahomes could do it and get away with it. But he's just he's young. He's competitive. He, he let wants- me let me throw one out a name out there oh, for you. Let, let me let me hear it. Aaron Rodgers. You think Aaron Rodgers? What? Yo, he's he's a guy, you know, I could see him. He I could see him taking this whole thing seriously. You know, he's upset kind of with the Green Bay Packers organization after they drafted a, a quarterback. I, mean, I could see him doing it. Listen. So I think he's going to, you know, save himself for uh, another year, maybe with a different team. I think I, I, I could see it, too. I think you're right. It's just I think Aaron Rodgers has been through these like these last three years have been a weird state for him. Uh, just in the yeah. eyes of like the fans and everybody, you know, like there was a long time where, you know, he was the man. He was the man for a long time. There was no oh, one yeah. that was more talented and polished. And uh, he, he was the best QB in the league for years. For years, right? And it feels like he's kind of just become like kind of this back, like he's just taking the back seat to like these young guys like Patrick Mahomes, uh, to even like uh, Patrick Mahomes, to Lamar Jackson, even guys like Carson Wentz and literally even Dak Prescott. He's kind of just taking mm-hmm. this back seat. Hasn't been on the media. You know, remember a few years ago, he was like, relax, you know, like that was, exactly. that, that was it. And it's that mystique has kind of gone away from him a little bit, but they're not giving him weapons. So I totally see why you can see them like, eh, I don't really want to rock with y'all right now, man. Taking a QB Jalen hurts too, man. That was, Ooh, ooh. no, it was a uh, uh, Jordan love, Jordan love. Oh, you're love. right. You're right. Where did, where did Jalen Hurts go? Philly, right? Eagles. He went to yeah, yeah Philly, to which Philly. was you know another insane choice. Really, if you ask me for there. Jeez, oh, man. I don't. Maybe they know something we don't know, man. Like again, like these quarterbacks might be fragile. We know Aaron Rodgers has been fragile. Uh, a lot of calf injuries, lots of uh, hamstring injuries, soft tissue injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's getting up there in age. But he's just so talented, man. He he could be he, he could pull a Tom Brady. He could play for another couple of years now. Like let's not kill yeah. ourselves. But you know, you really gotta wonder what the Packers' window is there right now. You know, is it? You know, how many more years do they have to possibly win a Super Bowl? That's, which is why it's so insane that they took a quarterback 
in the exactly. draft. Like, let's give Aaron everything that he needs right now. And, and again, maybe they have some receivers that are developing at a rapid, a, a rapid pace or quicker than they expected them to. But mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I can't name any of those guys other than Devonte Adams. Uh, I can't name anybody else. And I know they have a couple guys, and I know you could Equinemus yeah. St. Brown. I see. I know I couldn't. I wasn't even going to attempt to say his name. But, <laughs> I might have butchered. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, we might have a Giannis situation soon. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I wasn't even going to try to attempt his name. But, like, those guys, man. I, I could see I could see this these opt outs racking up and I'm looking right now and it says the high risk individuals could opt out and receive three hundred and fifty thousand dollars stipend, whereas those less at risk would receive a hundred and fifty thousand dollars stipend. stipend. Exactly. So, you know, players have the ability to opt out later in the season as well. So um, in the event like a family member becomes sick, they mm-hmm. do have an option to, to, to go ahead and do that. But, yeah, I know we, we're going to talk discuss this a little bit later, but I don't know how the NFL is going to come out of this with a full season. And I know we can save that for later, but you might not even have a season. You might have replacements. And, and again, if enough players opt out, that's, that's basically it. Like you're not, you don't have a season. I'm not sure how it's going to work to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it's just something we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's our final thoughts on that. But yeah, we'll keep an eye on it, and you know we might be back in a couple a couple days talking about something completely different. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy for the players; they get the, the opportunity to do this. Um, I think that you know you mentioned that they might also you know the, with guaranteed money, they might be you know some of those guys that have guaranteed money might be taking this option because it just pans out for for them uh, contractually. But I'm happy that they have the ability to do that. Yeah protecting neck out there uh, that's what it's always been about it was literally what it's always been about and talking about protecting your neck we got to transition to my boy jamal adams big blockbuster trade nobody saw coming literally like I, I remember how shocked i was when i saw it i know i think he put the seahawks as one of his preferred teams but you know just right off the bat jamal adams uh last week got traded to the seahawks um the details, I think it was like a couple of first round picks. So the, the Seahawks sent a couple of first round picks uh, over to the Jets. And I think they also gave up uh, one of their players. I, I think it was like a, a nickel corner or something like that. Um, and then on the flip side, they also, uh, the Jets sent over Jamal Adams and I think a fourth round pick. So I know, I know Jamal wanted to get out of there. I'm personally not a fan of Adam Gase, past Dolphin guy. I, I'm just not a fan. I didn't. I ain't like I don't think Jamal was either. Yeah, exactly. He he made that very clear. And you know, he just wanted to get out. And I think, I think that there was a couple couple weeks before he made the Adam Gase comment. He was speaking on. He spoke on the Jets owner and how like trash the Jets owner was. And I think it was specifically uh, to the, like the notion of like what he was saying racially and how he just didn't like rock with him at all. And Mm -hmm. then I think four days before the trade went down, literally four days, three days before the trade went down, he like talked about how trash Adam Gase was basically saying he doesn't eat. I mean, in that this, I've heard this before 
you know, from my sources within the locker room. I'm just kidding. I don't have sources. Uh, but I've, <laughs> I've heard this before that they said that, you know, Adam Gase, just the culture that he ran in Miami was just not a good culture at all. It mm-hmm. wasn't what head coaches, you know, like when you have a head coach, their job is to make sure that not only are, are they relating to players, but they can lead, they can lead men, right? They can have conversations with men. Not everybody has the same, same style, but you got to have some type of respect within the locker room. And once you lose that, usually you can have, see a repeated pattern. Once you lose that in the NFL, you're gone. Look at Hugh Jackson. Like he, like he lost the respect. So hearing Adam Gase kind of, I mean, hearing uh, Jamal Adams talk about Adam Gase in the way saying that during halftime, if he had an issue with how Jamal was playing, he would just not talk to him at all. He would come in at halftime in the locker, go in the office, talk to the coaches, and he would walk out to the field and another coach would have to would have to address the team before they went out. I've never seen that before in my life. I played football for a long time. Lucas, I know you've played football for a long time. Anybody that's played sports for a long time, I don't know if you've heard something like that happening, but that's like there's no way you're gonna have people rock with you with that. There there's no coming back from that. No. Not at all. So seeing all that happened before and him saying that basically just dragging Adams. Like he had to, like there's no way he was going to be able to come back in that locker room. And I know that you might like, I think you like the trade a lot as well. I think I like the trade uh, for Jamal. I don't, I also don't know. I don't, I I think the, the Seahawks are going to not have like that great of picks anyway. I think they're going to be good next year. So I, I like the pick for I like the the Jets getting those first round picks because they're going to need that moving forward mm-hmm. to get some weapons around uh, there uh, just get to literally get weapons on offense in general but yeah I know you like this trade I'm a big fan of the trade for really both sides and like you said the Jets getting those uh, two first round picks you know maybe maybe we see them package that up and Maybe it's time to move on from Sam Darnold and they try to get into the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields sweepstakes next season. Uh, you know, move move a couple picks around, move up. But with the Seahawks, you know, getting Jamal Adams in there to kind of play that Cam Chancellor role down near the line of scrimmage and just wreaking havoc. You know, their their window is now with Russell Wilson. And so they're going all out for it. Yeah. Listen, Ike. At the end of the day, that te- the Jets can be trash forever, right? I, they, they literally could be trash forever. I would much rather it that way. Uh, I've never had to worry about the Jets in the division with the Dolphins. Uh, but they're not going to be very good next year. They're just not. And I mean, I, I, I know that they've made some trades and they have um, – the defense was solid, but they're not going to be very good, man. And it's going to cost the Seahawks a lot of money. Because Jamal said that he's, it's still important to, for him or to him to get to be or to become the large, the, the highest paid safety in the game. So, yeah, because I think he's still on his rookie deal right now, isn't he? I think so. I think yeah. he still is. And they're, they're going to have to back up the Brinks truck for him by a lot. And I mean, people are saying like technically the Seahawks can still sign Jamal Adams and sign to Davion Clowney because. Let's not forget that Davion is still out there. Yeah. Quiet as ever. Right. And I would love to see. I, I need Clowney somewhere. Like, I think he's worth the money. 
but I, he's bounced around so much, and he was. I, I, I've got I've got mixed feelings on Clowney, to be you, honest. Oh, you do? Well, sh- yeah. Oh, what? Really? You don't? Would you? So would you like? To, would you like to see him with the Seahawks? Yeah, I, you know, I think that's a good fit for him. You know, I'm just not. I don't know if he's worth the money he's asking, which I think he's asking for like top five, you know, defensive end money. I'm not sure he's worth that, which is probably why he hasn't signed yet. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I would like to see him there. I don't know how, I, yeah, I don't think he's a top. No, actually, you know what? I would put him up there. I would put him up there. I like him. I would put him up there. Uh, I wouldn't put him up there with the, you know, the, the max, and the Miles Garretts and the Bosa's, I wouldn't put him up there, but he's not far behind at all. So I think he would be worth the money. Top five? Probably not. Uh, but just to get back on the Jamal Adams front, they're, the Seahawks are just, I, I heard they're waiting on signing Jamal Adams to an extension, probably just to see how everything plans out, plays out. But I don't see why you wouldn't sign him and figure it out. He's young, 24 years old. He's literally maybe arguably the best safety in the league. I I, I don't see. He's, he's up there. I don't know who else would be. But, I mean, I think there's some other guys that do things better than he does. But yeah. he's he's up there. And also, a lot of people don't talk about Harrison for the Vikings t- too much. But I, he's been very good for a very long time. And he's kind of like that quiet player that no one talks about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was fighting Irish, man. They they find a way to stick around and be one of the best in the league for a while. So I really like him. But he I, always killed me in Madden too. Yeah, man, he still kills me in Madden. What you mean? What you mean? Uh, but you know, like with this age, this era of football, uh, like in the NFL, there's a lot of great safeties, man. Especially young mm-hmm. safeties. You got Dwayne James. Um, yeah, Dwayne James or yeah, Dwayne James. That's his name. I'm like, is that his name? Yeah, Derwin James. Derwin James. James. See, I'm t- I'm terrible. Florida State guy, so I don't remember his name. Um, and <laughs> um, then, nah. yeah, just kidding, just kidding, Derwin. If you're listening, yeah, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, you know that that hurt a little bit, but not really. Uh, there's there's a lot of great safeties, man, in 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 the league, and there those are like the young guys, right? We're not even <laughs> talking about some of the older guys. And shout out to the Honey Badgers still making moves out here. Uh, yeah. And the NFL is still looking good. I remember he just tweeted the other day. He's like, two ACLs, and I'm still flipping my hips. Like, y'all better be scared at this age. So, uh, they they're looking good, man. There there there's there's a lot of promising guys uh, in the NFL right now that are safeties, uh, especially the young guys. But man, I'm like really looking forward to seeing Jamal Adams with the Seahawks jersey on which would be amazing to see. Oh, and hopefully he meshes well with that team so they can get that, that reputation that they had back in the day, uh, get mm-hmm. that back a little bit. That Legion of Boom. Yeah, the Legion that, of Boom. That, the swag they had with that defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that again. But, yeah, I really do like Harrison Smith, by the way. <laughs> I, I like him a lot. Um, Earl Thomas has been my guy for a, lot, for a long time. But, you know, like everyone's going to tell you Jamal Adams is Probably the, the best safety in the league, but arguably, arguably. Um, yeah, final thoughts on this? Just that, you know, like I'm excited to see what the Seahawks can do. Bring that swagger back on defense. Win all their games 19-12 because they still don't throw the ball on offense, but that's neither here nor there. 
I like how you threw that in there. <laughs> All right, man. Time to get into a fun topic real quick. Shout out to Lou. <laughs> Lou Williams, man. Oh, Lou, 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 Lou. We got to talk about your little trip to the to the strip club for the wings. Magic City. Got to talk about your little trip, man. We got to talk about it. Listen. KOD was right there, but he had to go to Magic City. For the wings, though. He had to get the wings, man. The wings are top notch not that i know by the way um <laughs> but jane you know, if you're listening yeah if you're listening jane i don't know nothing about that uh so yeah so lou williams went out here man in the bubble and i think you know the story a little bit better than me let me let you take this one over yeah so lou williams got kind of an excused absence to leave the bubble to attend a funeral for a you know the passing of a mentor he had growing up and well he was outside of the bubble. He made a bit of a detour to Magic City to pick up some of his favorite foods. Uh, he got, I believe, lemon pepper wings at the strip club there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't just just glaze over the lemon pepper like that. You like how I did that right there, pun intended. <laughs> you can't just glaze over the lemon pepper. That lemon pepper, when you get that right one. Ooh, that they be hitting, man. Hey, listen, listen, I, I don't blame Lou, but sorry, please continue. So, and, you know, he, then he gets caught because he's with a rapper named Jack Harlow and posting pictures on Snapchat or Instagram. What's popping? Lou, Lou Williams is wearing his mask that they gave him inside the bubble. And then... <laughs> Jack Harlow trying to claim, oh, no, that's an old picture. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, Jack Harlow is the truth. He's still learning the game. You got to forgive him, Lou. You got to forgive him, Lou. <laughs> he, he tried, but, oh, man, come on. You can't be taking pictures of everything out here. Listen, I can't even be mad at Lou, though, because Lou, like, there is a perfect excuse for why Lou is there. We all know the food is terrible <laughs> terrible it's gotten better once you get out of quarantine but y'all gotta let the man eat man you know like you taking them you putting them in bubbles they can't man, go man to the, cravings. listen yeah you can't go to the usual spots like you used to come on now you can't get postmates you can't get no postmates you can't cross a line man you gotta let these boys live man <laughs> you gotta let them live and i remember when they they it came out they were talking about the security and every every time these stories come out it's always weird you really don't know where it's like why things are happening or where it's coming from mm-hmm. they were like the security guards like saw him coming in and he told the security guards that he left the bubble. And I'm like, well, and it turns out that wasn't really the story, but like, I, I can't get mad at Lou for being Lou. I mean, Lou is a walking bucket. Okay. So give, let's put some respect on his name. He's been an activist. Literally not. Let me not say that he's been a, He's been someone that's been deeply rooted in every community that he's been in. He's even gone back to Philly, you know, to to give back to Philly. And he told that story about him getting uh, a gun pulled out on him at a stoplight and then taking the guy to McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. he has so many great stories. So like, well respected in the league. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, man. So he's been getting a lot of slack, which he he deserves. Man. It, it's it's pretty funny. We can't lie and say it's not man. funny that he got got in the strip club. 
Exactly. But even with this, like you see him out on Twitter and you're just telling people, chill, man, just let people get these memes off. And that's the type of guy he is, man. How can you not root for Lou, man? How can you not root for Lou? Now, let this be anybody else. If this was LeBron, Kawhi. <laughs> listen, can you imagine what would happen Breaking if this was Kawhi? CNN. Oh, my God. It, it would be on Good Morning America. It, <laughs> it really would be. But, like, you can't, you can't not root for Lou. And, again, those wings, from what I've heard, are to die the, for. The, the pictures, they look good. They look, they look amazing. Uh, I've seen the boxes and the pictures of them. I I would I would risk it. <laughs> I would risk it, man, for some good wings. Uh, but yeah, man, mask up, people. Ma- yeah, mask up. Uh, make sure you know if you're gonna post a photo, you make sure you, you Photoshop the mask so nobody really knows that. It, make sure it doesn't say NBA bubble on it or some. Ch- change the dates. Change the dates, or just not post a picture at all. But hey, man, <laughs> shout out to Jack, Har- Jack Harlow, man. I like his I like his music. I like Lou, but this is this was just too funny not to say anything. And I, we're kind of going easy on Lou. I'm going easy on Lou because I really could go in. But mm-hmm. listen, I would I would I would risk it all for the chicken as well, man. I can't even lie to y'all. <laughs> Give me a ooh finger looking good, but hey, mm. Mm, yeah, make you want to slap your mama? Okay, I'm like I need to stop. I need to stop. <laughs> but yeah, man, shout out to Lou. Uh, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this season uh, goes for the whole entire NBA just cause the bubble situation is actually going pretty well. There's been a lot the of bubbles people. working. It's working, man. It's working. Unfortunately, the NFL <laughs> cannot do that. Um, no. but, uh, yeah, it's working. Uh, I, I saw LeBron putting up some shots today, you know, like getting ready for like the real games. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes, man. Seeing the, the competition, uh, pick up a little bit and see yeah. how it goes, man. But yeah, We'll take the sports any way we can get them. Exactly. All right, let's move on to some Major League Baseball. Some good old baseball. Dodgers and Astros getting after it. Man, bench clearing. What's popping? I keep making the Jack Harlow reference. I got to stop. <laughs> uh, but listen, the I, I we all know that there's some animosity there, right? Like, we all know what's going on. Listen, the Astros, of course, they you know they had the whole cheating scandal from the past two years. The using the cameras to you know, steal signs and all that, and they didn't get punished by Major League Baseball. They no the manager got suspended, but players no players were punished at all. And teams decide, you no, know, it's baseball. This is what they've always done. Teams decide there are unwritten rules and they need to take this punishment into their own hands and that's what they did yeah man you can't you can't take those you know those baseball uh unwritten rules you can't and also i hate unwritten rules by the way but no i'm i'm exactly the same way yeah but at the end of the day they gonna they gonna self-police they're not even self-police but they gonna handle it themselves mm-hmm. and it's just funny because my <laughs> My man's bad when he went ahead and threw that pitch and he's barking at, at, at Correra, man. Like, yo, my man's got a lot of kahunas on him, man, doing that <laughs> with them glasses on. Mm. Come on now. With the glasses on, though. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I would be doing that. But listen. He, he ain't scared. Definitely not. I mean, what's his name? Joe Kelly, right? Yeah, Joe Kelly. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't be doing that with a name like Joe Kelly. How you got, How you going to have two first names, man? How you gonna have two first name wear them silly ass glasses 
It talked about it started barking at a man that's probably thirty pounds heavier than you <laughs> as you're walking away. And then just because everybody know what's up, they want to clear the benches and act like they're gonna do something. Man, that's my favorite part about most baseball fights. Benches clear and then everybody just kind of stands there and looks at each other. Like there's and there's not even any use to be honest, you know it's funny. If there were fans there, somebody would have definitely swung. If there were fans there to actually egg them on and rile them up, yeah. Somebody would have swung. But because there's no fans, everybody just wanna sit there and bark at each other with the with the fake background noise with the come on man. Like yeah, if y'all gonna do something, do it. Don't and that's what I'm saying. At least with at least in the NFL, man, if somebody really bought it, they gonna they, they, they might do stupid stuff and swing at the, the helmets, but you know. You know, at least they bought it. But look at these dudes out here. Man, my man's Joe Kelly out here with his silly glasses on, making the faces with his tongue out. I'm like walking away, backing up, telling. And who was my man? There's somebody on Twitter that did a whole play by play, like reading lips and like having audio <laughs> come up and stuff. And it's like, oh, you think you tough? What's up? Listen, it's like, listen, like you're not even gonna do anything, man. Like I don't. I, I listen. The thing doesn't make any sense to me. It, it doesn't. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want no smoke with Carlos Correa. I just wouldn't. Nah. That's just me. Man, what's, what's crazy to me is they suspended this dude, Joe Kelly, eight games. They got a 60-game season, and they gave this man eight <laughs> games. Somebody, somebody you know, did, out there did the math for me, and they said that's a, the equivalent of a 22-game suspension in a regular 162-game season. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, that's thirteen percent of the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they they said that the MLB ref, uh, referenced a previous suspension for international throwing, or excuse me, for international yeah intentional throwing, international throwing. I'm tripping. <laughs> intentional throwing and stuff, and I, that's just the discipline that they. they that's what it, because it was based off the of full schedule. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it'll, I'm sure it'll probably get changed. It, 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 yeah, he's probably gonna appeal it and everything, but you yeah. know, I mean, you, you gotta let him go. He's like, throw, throw the fastball. Correa's <laughs> like, throw the fastball. He's like, yeah, I'll throw the fastball. Shut up. <laughs> like, they're silly, man. But it's probably gonna be like this for a very, very long time, and I'm here for it. I'm the, the Astros are going to continue to be thrown at and hit the entire season. It's just, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and particularly with the Dodgers, like there, if there's a new route rivalry brewing that we didn't even yeah. know uh, <laughs> could exist. But I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure, for sure. Looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, man, you gotta love these little baseball things going on with a little sixty game season. Um, spe- speaking of their little sixty game season, we gotta we gotta talk about my team real quick. Yeah, uh, are, how are they gonna get to sixty games? Are they gonna get to thirty games, Wallen? What's going on in Miami, bro? Chill, you know, you know, you know my my home, my home state, uh, South Florida. That's because everybody know. If you don't know, South Florida is a whole different state. That's just its own thing. My state, of South Florida, is going through it right now. We got a lot of mm-hmm. COVID state, uh, COVID cases. It's mm-hmm. a hot spot right now, but. You know, it ends up like I feel like every day I wake up, there's more Marlins staff and players getting uh, testing positive, which is really sad. I hope a lot of those guys end up being okay, and a lot of the people on the staff end up being okay. 
yeah, hope it, hope they all it all works out for them. They get healthy. Yeah, so I'm here in DC. I saw that the DC uh, the DC team voted to not travel to the uh, to Miami to play them, which is understandable. And they've I think they've basically postponed all the games up until next week, most likely. But yeah, man, this stuff is this stuff is crazy. I, I the, the Marlins. I feel like we're finally getting things together and starting to click. We had some good hits, a couple homers these last uh, three games that we played against Philly. We were looking really good. I think we 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 ended up with like a two one, uh, like edging over like two one with the series, and we're looking really good. And then this happened, but it's just the Marlins' luck to have this happen. And again, I hope these guys get better. But we can't catch a break, man. Like we really cannot catch a damn break, and that's all I want. I just want the Miami Marlins, formerly known as the Florida Marlins, to you know get right. That's what I want. I just want them to get in the state to be okay. Hopefully, they can get over this and continue on the season. Uh, and hopefully, this doesn't happen anymore within the MLB. But yeah, they just can't catch a break, man. Not at all. And you know, yeah, they got a lot of young talent. But, you know, unfortunately, Miami is in a hot spot. And I almost wonder if they should consider trying to move the team somewhere else, you know, out of out of the Miami area just for this, you know, shortened season. Just, you know, get out of that hot spot. That that actually would be a good idea. My only concern with that is I've we're seeing what's happening with the, the Rays right now and they can't find anywhere to play. Right. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So like. Because Canada is like no one's no one's playing any sports games here at all. Yeah, fans are not like you're not doing it, so they can't. They're still trying to find somewhere to like host them. So I, I don't. They got moved up to Buffalo. Yeah, they, I think that's what they they were thinking about doing. What you're saying that that happened for sure already? I'm not sure. I thought that's the last I had read about that whole saga. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Toronto. Did I, what did I did I say the Rays earlier? <laughs> I thought you said the Jays. Jays. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. Um, but yeah, they. I, I don't know what the deal is going to be. I don't know what they're going to decide to do. I just know. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I just, I, it, I don't want that situation to happen with the Marlins as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I just you. I, it, it's not a bad idea though. It's really not a bad idea. I think that it, it probably would work out. But you know, I've heard that they're plateauing in in, in South Florida or Florida. <laughs> I, I heard they're plateauing, but it's not still not good. Like the numbers are just high. <laughs> they're they're plateauing and they're not rising, but they're still high numbers. So they need to start going down. Exactly. So. Yeah, I, I hope they get it figured out. And you know, the Dolphins are down there, and I think the, a lot of the Dolphins players just got tested as well. And I mm-hmm. think some of them came back okay, mostly came back okay. I think the total throughout the entire NFL, every player that got tested over these uh, the last couple of days, I think they only had like thirty six out of like the hundreds of players that got tested. Yeah. So yeah, man, I don't I, Miami and Florida, they're just going through it right now. But I hope a lot of those guys are okay. I hope we can see them play again. I hope they can come back and put on a show and uh, turn this around a little bit, man, because we're looking good. We, we definitely were looking good. Yeah, you know, let's see. Let's see what they can do. They got a lot of young talent. I hope this isn't the last time we see them. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to finish this off. Uh, we're at uh, the 40th minute almost here. We're going to finish out with our, our final topic, our final thoughts. Uh, I know this isn't a visual 
podcast, but I just want to let everybody know I'm holding my four fingers up in the air. You all know what time it is. Throw the fours up, fellas. Throw the fours up. Let's throw the fours up. All right. So right now what we got, question of the day to end this off, right? Will the NFL season happen and go through the entire season in its entirety and end up with a Super Bowl champion. What are your thoughts? No. I don't see any way it's possible. We see, you see what's going on with Major League Baseball and with baseball, which is set up to be socially distant. All the players are out, out there on the field are 10 feet or more away from each other. But it's the travel, the, the hotels they're staying in, and there are other people in these hotels, it's still getting spread around. And with football, you know, you got to tackle, you're, you're hitting other people. It's just so much easier to spread. Once one person gets it, it's just going to run through a team. And what happens, you know, with when the first team has 20 guys out, when they can't fill an entire offensive line because of this, what are we going to see? I just, I think they're going to get started. They're going to make through, make it through training camp and whatnot when everybody's able to just kind of stay at their own homes. And I think maybe they get a couple games in before the first team gets hit really hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. Uh, for me, it's a hell no. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen just because of all, like what the, the patterns we're seeing with all some of these other teams. You don't know where the next outbreak is going to happen, and. You know, we've been there, right? There's no social distancing. Like you're getting sweat, you're getting blood. You're in the trenches, you know, like those guys in the trenches, man. And even the guys that aren't in the trenches, like receivers are doing blocking drills. Linebackers are shedding blocks. Everyone's shedding blocks. Corners are shedding blocks. Everyone's getting in there face to face, face mask to face mask, rough and tough. It, it's it's real easy to spread that around and you're not going against the same guy over and over and over again. You're, you're getting different people. So if someone is infected, you're going to get it. I like how I like the cute stuff that they've been doing with like putting pixie glass or putting glass in the locker rooms and every other uh, uh, putting like the dividers and, and having them in every other lockers. But it's not going to work because you're going to get out of the locker and you're going to be all up in someone's grill. I saw the little face shields that they had as well. That stuff's not going to be a hundred percent effective. And if it is, the players are going to have a hard time breathing, right? Like, yeah. There's still people in this, like, it, like near the equator and south, the South of that are South of, um, in the, in the country, you know, going through humidity, hot stuff, like being in the hot weather. It's It's, it's not going to be feasible. These guys are going to get it. There's no bubble. The NFL cannot create a bubble where you have, and I think they they said something where they're going to trim the uh, the NFL roster to like from like what the fifty three man roster like forty five or something. Great, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense, right? Like that makes a huge difference. And you know, you're traveling in these large planes together. You're staying in these hotels, and then when you're when you're when you're traveling, right? You can do it with the bubble because. With, with the NBA, because you got a small staff, you probably got like two equipment managers. You know, you got a couple of guys over here. You got like two, three athletic trainers. With the NFL, man, you got you got ten athletic trainers. You got a whole staff of like just an equipment crew because you know they got to take all these pads, these helmets, yeah. all these jerseys, load them into these semis. I don't think people have seen it. They're huge semis that travel the country for these teams, 
and they have to have at least like 20 guys on those equipment staff as well. It's, you, it's not feasible. There's no way it's feasible. You got to feed these guys. It's not going to happen. I hope it does, but it ain't. Yeah. Listen, the only way this happens is if, if somehow they get a miracle vaccine out there before the season kicks off. Uh-huh. That's wishful thinking. It's <laughs> extremely wishful thinking. Yeah. Like you, you would think I was thinking about it and I was like hoping like, and like now we're getting into some science doctor stuff, but I was hoping that we can get a treatment, you know, like some type of therapeutic that can help people out. But even then, man, it, it, it's, it's so contagious, right? Like where, mm-hmm. yeah, you won't have a severe, you won't have severe symptoms. My maybe if we find a great, good therapeutic, but you still don't want to get people infected. Like It's like, it's like little things like they're making fun of Sam Darnold the other day. They're like, Sam, you know, we know you have a history of missing a couple games to, you know, that kissing, that kissing uh, virus that you got <laughs> when he got, when he got mono, they're like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm just going to have a boring life. Right. Yeah. And that's going to have to be the commitment of every player. Right. When you look at the NBA, they have a snitch line, right. To make sure that the players are doing what they're supposed to do. You know, you're like a couple hours into to the bubble and you got players calling up girls that come into the bubble. Right. And mm-hmm. you're counting on in the NBA, you're counting on like a hundred, like a couple hundred guys to do the right thing. And the NFL, you're counting on a ton of people to do the right thing. It's not going to happen, man. Team it, rosters right now are at like at 90, 80 or 90 guys. That's 32 teams. Like that's way more people than are, they're trying to get to do, the right thing in the NBA bubble is just way more opportunities for one person to think they can get away with something and then start spreading. Yeah. I mean, you, you made a great point. Like what you said, like 90 guys uh, with 32 different teams, man, that's, it's almost 3000 people, It's 2,800 people. Like what, what are you going to do with that? Right. And again, they're, they're, they're in different cities. I'm glad that they got rid of the preseason. I hope they carry that on for the rest of the year. I mean, for the rest of the the eternity, indefinitely. Rest of forever. Rest of forever, right? Indefinitely keep it to where, like, we just get rid of preseason games. And there's probably a lot of good that's going to come out of this. But that's why I'm saying I don't. I'm not. I'm not upset with guys opting out. It makes sense. Don't don't put your family in jeopardy. You know, guys aren't going to do what they're supposed to do. You know, you got those a couple of those guys that you know that just can't get right. That just don't ever do things the way they're supposed to do it. Why yep. risk that? Now you can like literally be be like messing with people's livelihoods and their lives, right? Like, like you're not you're just messing with my livelihood. You're messing with my life and my loved ones. That's why Donovan Mitchell was so pissed at Rudy Gobert, right? Like mm-hmm. don't don't mess with my my family, right? And and people aren't going to do what they need to do. So I would hope the NFL season would happen. I love football. I would love to see it. Um, and we're seeing some of the things happen, even in the in college football, right? They're going to just conference play and we don't know how that's going to turn out. And we even have college players opting out. Uh, my man's from Virginia tech opted out. So I would hope that we get it, but bleak, bleak, but Hey man, you out here, like you, you need to get a new chair, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I've, been, I've been walking around trying to avoid the chair. It's not working. <laughs> no, no. I, I forget. It's all good. That was all good. But it's that hey, this concludes the first episode. Y'all, thank you for making it all the way through. We appreciate y'all. We're gonna get better as we go. We just wanted to get something out there as we continue to, you know, crank these out. 
have a good time on here. We're going to, you know, keep bringing a show for y'all. We're going to be right. Lucas, what you got to say to the people real quick? Stay frosty, y'all. Hello, frosty. Let me catch you with Wendy's like Kanye and Kim. <laughs> hey, man. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all, man. Come back next time. We'll have an even better show for y'all. And yeah, off the ball is off the air. Peace. Peace. Peace.